Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep-throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded. The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast. It's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted. On code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the ghetto boys. Bye, humbug. Reloaded. <laughs> Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world in the studio. Ghetto, 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 boys. We're back. Back. We're back. Because you're looking for the same thing. It's a new thing. Check out this, I bring. Man, what's up, Chuck D? Come on, turn up your radio. I talked to Flavor Flav last night, bro. Feel me. I'm the epitome. A public enemy. Use, abuse. Willie, really, I, I talked to Flav last night. Used to blow a fuse. They even had it on the news. What y'all talk about? Uh, that, um, um, what's Muhammad Ali's grandson's name? That's the fighter. Shit, I don't know. 
him. So he was like, yeah, that's my godson. I'm like, what? And then I got a chance to talk to him on FaceTime, man. Um, uh, I, I shoot him, man. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, God, he's going to kill me. Um, it's on the tip of my time. I'm just getting old, man. You know how you get blank blank spots in your mind when you get old? Like I'm having them them absent moments. You be like, I uh, and then he be gone. <laughs> but yeah, I talked to Flavor Flavor last night, man. Flavor got rid of his goals, Willie. He did? Yeah. He got some new shit in his mouth now. How Flav doing, man? I ain't talked to him in a minute. Flavor, he look like Flav to me. Where'd you see him at? He was, he's in Las Vegas. He FaceTimed me last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, he looked like Flav, man. I'm, I'm glad, man. You know, 50, uh, 50 years for hip hop, bro. Don't get no better than that. Mm-hmm. 50 years, man. Can you imagine? Like 50, it, like hip hop is as old as me. Man, can you, you know, I just thought about something. Can you imagine hip hop without Flavor Flav? I can't. I really can't. <clears throat> okay. This, 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 this is what <laughs> that's I'm saying. No, that's my partner. I'm just no, saying like. This is what I'm saying. Like all of. The, the personalities mm, and mm-hmm, the characters mm, 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 mm. shape hip hop to be what it is. True. And some people He was the he was the best hype man hip hop's ever seen. Number one. Can easy. I say that? Easy. Yeah, for sure. But easy. But if you go looking back at Flav or his career, he has some hit records. Yeah. You know, 911 is a joke and uh uh what's the other one? Lampin'. Lamping, uh, was dope. And I rapped to him. Uh, I'm uh, uh, the sting that stung Yamaguchi Fu Young. He bit the public enemy. Really got hung. But you know, to really, really see the the strength of uh, Flav's like talent package, you got to go to the show. That's the talent package. Because the dude can play. He could play damn near any, any oh, instrument. I, you know, you we, can, he sat in name. on my concert in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I had a show in Inglewood, and he sat in. I think he was on the drums, I think. But we had a little jam session, man. We always yeah. jam when we see each other. Yeah, it ain't, boy, it ain't nothing like going to a public enemy show, man. Yeah, it's Dude, incredible. Boy, they bring that energy. And it's good to see people that get on stage that love to be on stage. I'm talking about like when you see them on stage, it's like they're supposed to be on stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some people get on stage, you're like, fuck out stage. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like the, but, the the new shit that's going on today. You know, like no, don't get me wrong, man. I saw Kendrick Lamar on Amazon mm-hmm. and I was blown the fuck away. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the best concerts. I have ever seen. I'm talking about uh, rock and hip hop and all of that shit. All the concerts that I attend, man, it's probably one of the best I've ever seen, man. Yeah. No shit. You know, Dre put on a hell of a show. Uh, Eminem put on a hell of a show. Q put on a hell of a show. But man, when I saw Young Kendrick. <sighs> yeesh. Very nice, bro. So yeah. But you look. You, if you look at other. Um, artists that call themselves doing concerts, man. I want them to know that 50 years of hip-hop, bro, like, it's, it's bigger than just walking up on the stage and playing your song and you screaming over your lyrics that's playing. 
Or how about not saying anything and the lyrics are playing? That shit right there. Like, like actually walking off while the song is on. They don't even try to hide it. Just go over here talking on the phone. Come on, Willie. Don't it, say no shit like that, I seen man. It. It's not that on bad. Face, FaceTime. Willie, don't do that. Yeah. You're giving them a bad rap. Uh, I didn't do it. My rap is bad enough, but yours is even worse. I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but... I, I, it is refreshing when you do see one of the youngsters who got it, who get it, and he got it. That's beautiful, bro. He got they it. They're gonna be here for a long time. Go look on Amazon. Yeah, the, the ones who put the work in, boy. J Cole, another one. You know, I haven't I'm, seen him yet. Oh man, damn you, it! You got to see it. The boy, really, the boy is beautiful on stage. Man, it's beautiful man. Fifty it's, years, Willie. It's beautiful to watch, and it's still going down, man. What's this kid? Yeah. Uh, Joiner Lucas. Joiner Lucas. Join. What's his name? Uh. He's a problem. Yeah. He's a problem. Yeah. 50 years, 50 years of hip hop, man. And and they still getting down, man. This, uh, Lucas Joyner, what's his name? Joyner Lucas. Lucas. A problem. Yeah. Like, wow, he's a problem. Yeah. Uh, um, what's the other little kid? Simba, what's his name? Out of Oakland. Ooh. A problem. His name is Simba, I think, man. I just saw him too. Man, they gonna kill me, man. I'm getting old. I forget everybody's name. Simba, he's a problem. Mm. Um, a kid out of Houston, Marcus Clay, problem. Like, man, like it's it's some kids out here that's so fucking lyrical, Willie, until it's mind blowing. It's like, man, y'all trying to make me jump back into this shit. And you know what? You know, for a moment. It was like all downhill for a minute. It seemed like it was all downhill. And then I started seeing them raise their level. Man, <laughs> you heard Benny the Butcher I shit? Reading, God, yeah, I was just listening damn. to Benny uh, a couple of days ago. Man, <laughs> yeah. I heard uh, 50 years yeah. old. Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Who would ever thought, you know, growing up, listening to Sugar Hill Gang, Kumo D., uh, uh, Run DMC, LL, um, the Fat Boys and the Beastie Boys and all of that shit that we came up listening to, Curtis Blow. Who would have ever thought, man, that we would get our foot in the door? You know, being mm-hmm. from this region, um, and, uh, um, being accepted, you know, worldwide from Houston or being accepted worldwide from North Carolina, wherever you come from, man, like Houston, Houston hip hop, the Houston hip hop scene back in the days, man, shout out to K Reno and the South Park coalition and, uh, Romeo Port and, um, Willie D raw flush, Royal flush, death for, oh man, Raheem, uh, Raheem. Who else we missing? The original ghetto boys. Yeah. Um, Man, shout out to, to James Smith for putting all that shit together for us. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to James Smith. The lady yeah. changed his name to James Prince. Yeah. Shout out to him, shout man. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to Big Mike. Big Mike. Yeah, no. can't forget Mike. Yeah. N.O. Joe, Mike Dean, Big right. Mello. Yeah. Like the Houston hip hop scene was 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 you was go that. You gonna go all the way well, down. Well, say Slim then, goddammit. In the bag with the Slim and the Z. You fucking right, Zeros. Oh, goddamn, Zero. Look, Kiki, the ESGs, the little flips. Uh, oh shit, Steve we we mafia, also, man, all of them. We and we adopted a ball and MJG Memphis. You know? Y'all, they come from y'all, but they hung out here and Draper and who we missing, Racing man? X. You know, what I'm man, saying? we I'm missing. Damn. That ain't gonna kill me, man. Shout out to Daryl Scott. 
Yeah, Daryl Scott was one well, of those five thousand so watts. What, 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 what about Jazzy Red? <laughs> Kids Jam, Jazzy Red, Lester, Red. Pace. Lester Pace, Wicked D. Cricket. Yeah, wow. You know we're gonna miss somebody because we we're gonna miss so some goddamn days, body, man. But, but I just Steve want the Fonier, world to know. Steve Fonier got me put on with rap a lot, y'all. Yeah, shout out to Steve Fonier. Yes. I don't know where the fuck you are, but thank you, Steve. Yeah, Steve Fonier, yeah, yeah, man. RP Cola. They used to host. They the sure battles did. back they then, sure did. you know, they you, sure you, did. you couldn't get that mic without them handing yeah, it to you. Yeah, yeah, you know? man. I just want the world to know that 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 we, uh, us down here in Houston, man, are grateful that you guys have taken a liking to the music yeah. that that we have produced coming out of this region and accepted us as a part of your hip hop family. Man, we ain't said nothing about Bond. Man. Some oh shit! Oh, you know what I mean? Fuck. So what I'm saying how you really just oh, forget names. Wow. But you know he right up there, but it's like, you know, it, it, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. It bun, bun, Trey, bun, you know what I'm saying? You, can, bun, you can't you can't you can't you can't prop it out like that without, without Bernard Freeman and Chad Butler. Yeah. yeah UGK. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, so it's, it's quiet. It get quiet when you say UGK, bro. Yeah. Cause that group right there was fucking groundbreaking. Yeah. It was groundbreaking. I had the single, man, of A Pocket Full of Stones, and I was blown the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't moving keys. I was barely moving dimes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to UGK. But yeah, man, they, 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 they accepted us, you know, coming from this region, man, and, and, and hip-hop embraced Everybody who did it, even even people across the world, hip hop embraced whoever she ran across. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whoever she met, she embraced hip hop. I love hip hop. Um, anyway, it's time, it's time for us to get a little bit more selective now, though. You know, in order. I don't understand what that means. What I mean is that we need to control our culture. We we can't let everybody in no more. You know, because everybody everybody don't mean well. You know, some people come into the culture and then take what they can get from it, then shit on the culture. You know, they actually. Oh. Well, say somebody's name, Willie. I ain't got to say no names. Say anyway. somebody's name, Willie. You know what would be better since what? you want to know? You say the name. Okay, I'm going to say somebody's name. And they're going to fucking cancel us. Are you ready? This sounds like a fake out, but go ahead. I know you like football and shit and it's playoff time. But no, but whoever has used hip hop as a platform and then turned around and shit on us. Yeah. We're talking about you. That's who we're talking about. That's and that's and that's, you know, what's understood ain't gotta be said. They know who they are. Yeah. And the fans know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter. But that you. Yeah. Um and then we have to be more selective on who we let control our <laughs> movement, our destiny in this shit. You know what I mean? Well, that's an easy one. Us. Period. Yeah, we gotta we gotta be we real gotta careful. we gotta control it, period. Yeah, because when you got period. people coming in from the outside, uh using your talent, taking your music, owning mm-hmm. your music. Yeah. Uh, uh, dictating 
uh, who can use your music when you dead or, you know what I mean? How can somebody like people are so, damn it, we finna get canceled again. People are so used to uh, uh, finding something that's dope, tapping into it, you know, taking it and then uh, uh, ridding your ass of it. Like you can't get back in, Willie. Well, I think uh, it's two things. One, because we're so damn trusting of others. We're so damn trusting. And the other is that we tend to not try to monetize everything. Like a lot of times if we if we find something that we love doing, we just do it for out of love. Yeah. And if we get a little money out of it, cool. But we don't think, hold on, wait a minute. This is this is a this could be a fucking industry. And I can control it. I can like, you know, get ownership of this industry. Like I need to we need to put the chips in place before somebody else try to get control of it. Because once people see an opportunity to make money and you sitting on it and, and you like, they're like, damn, they ain't doing nothing with that. Let me go over Take here and see what I do. And then when they come in and act like they're going to they, they gonna do what they can do with it, they try to come in peace. Like, hey, yo, I come in peace. I ain't trying to take nothing. Hey, and we just automatically be like, oh, because because somebody yeah. other than us, because somebody other than us like what we a, do. A, a we, our shit. we feel good about that because we feel like we embrace them because, again, like we so damn trusting and we embrace everybody, but everybody don't have our best intentions. A lot of people want to come in and, and roach off our shit. And then once they get to a point where they they got control, they become a gatekeeper. Perfect example is I got <clears throat> I posted a song on my IG, uh, Brother Mob, on my IG at Brother Mob. And it was a song of this kid going, I've been turning up for a long time. I saw that. For a long time. I got to get <laughs> these bitches off my mind. Right? And I said, this is my new favorite song. And show as shit stink, I get a phone call. From him? No, not from him. Oh. From somebody. They want to know if he signed. Uh. Can't make this up. Well, you should sign him. And it's not that that I don't like his song. I love it. But you just came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? You just popped up like. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Well, you look creepy to the motherfucker doing that shit. <laughs> But that's how that phone call was, Willie. That shit was fucking creepy, cuz. Yeah. Because I ain't talked to dude in months and Sundays. But the minute <laughs> that song came out, I was like, is, is he signed? Well, you should sign him. Nah, bro. Let that man have his moment, you know? Yeah. But we, we, we allow our, we allowed our culture to be hijacked. Hijacked. And and, and and just just went through that motherfucker. Took what you took what you wanted from it, 
and now you dictating what come out. You know, I don't. Okay, I, I could I control this hip hop. I control hip hop now. So the music that makes sense, we're not gonna put that out anymore. We're gonna make these guys look as stupid as we possibly can, like they don't speak good English. And you know what? You know it, Willie. You know it's a mm-hmm. conspiracy. You know it's it's a plot against all of us brilliant fucking artists. All of those brilliant artists, you know, that um, make great music to not be ever seen again, mm-hmm. you know, or be responsible for putting out their own shit. And look at rock and roll right now. Look at alternative right now, Willie. And look how many of those kids are playing instruments. You know what I mean? You very rarely see some alternative kids or some rockers or some new kids coming out. They got the guitars and the drum sets and shit. We don't got that. We don't got bands no more. Well, somebody, I think, like somebody like you, right? Somebody who's a real musician, you know, musician. You're you're a real musician. You're a real, like, complete artist. You know, you're, you're self-contained. You don't just write, you produce uh, you know, you conceptualize all that kind of stuff. So somebody like you would have, you could get, you could have the respect. You would have the respect from those who, who could write the grants and make the donations to bring those things back into the schools. Mm. And you start off with one school. You just start off, with, you know, adopt one school and start Don't. there. You know, maybe it's yeah. your, it's Willow Ridge. You know, it's your high sure. school. Start there. No doubt. You know. Or start at your middle school, you know. Yeah. In fact, that would even be better because they, they, the sooner they learn, they learn, they learn faster the younger they are. Wow. Willie. They learn new ideas That's crazy. faster. Middle school. That's dope. Yeah. Ghetto Boys Reloaded podcast will be right back after the break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On on a different subject in today's news, we we got... um, uh, they're getting ready to open up Trump's books. Man, I thought you was talking. You, you were about to talk about Franco Harris. Man, we lost Franco Harris. Yeah, the Immaculate Reception. Yeah, I got a picture with Franco Harris that we took in September. And boy, that man right there—that was a good ass man, bro. Like he was really good people, man. <clears throat> um. We we sat down to watch Reggie Jackson's documentary at the ballpark, and um, I sat next to Franco, and man, Franco was cool as hell, bro. Yeah, Franco from that era of yeah, man's man, you the, know, a man's man, it's a yeah. man's man, <laughs> man type of dude. Hey man, you bullshit. He, Franco Harris was about seventeen feet tall. 
Franco played hard, man. He every, did. every every snap. Every snap he played hard. He played hard. He played That's hard. what I respected. I didn't know much about the guy, but I I knew he played for Pittsburgh and I knew he was a force. I knew when he yeah, touched he that. Was a force. I knew when he touched that ball, somebody was gonna get wrecked. Get ran over. Yeah. Somebody was gonna get wrecked. Like man. it's like you know, like watching Earl Campbell run, you know, like somebody gonna get wrecked. That's probably one of the only shows that I'm I'm thinking of. Well, maybe him and um Elvin Patel. I wanna have them on on our show, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always we we talked about how we were gonna get away from, you know, just looking for somebody to put on here. I wanna put Earl Campbell on this show and, and Elvin Bethay because they play on the same team and they were playing football when football was a man's game. Mm -hmm. You feel me? <clears throat> um well, you could take somebody head off and didn't have to worry. And about had to worry about fine. getting the flag. Yeah, that was just a good hit. <laughs> a hit, man. Like, yeah, he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, come get it. Come get it. <clears throat> why is it? Why is it that people in America like like a brutal sport like football? Because but it's then, like, but don't, but don't want anybody to get injured. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, yeah, I want to get a hit. I want to kill a hit, but I need him to get up and walk off like nothing happened. Man, America, well, kind of like boxing. Like like everybody loves boxing. You want to see somebody fight? You want to see a good fight? Everybody loves real fighters. It's hard hitters. This is a barbaric get their fucking head place, off. man. Everybody go like, oh my god, <clears throat> man. The 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 world is barbaric, man. This country is barbaric, man. Mm -hmm. If you ever. <laughs> Damn, we about to get canceled again. Bruh, like... Man, can, do you, do you, is, let me ask you something. Is, is, is it a damn recording in your pocket or something that says we about to get canceled? I know we about to get fucking canceled right now. <laughs> I promise you we about to get canceled. All right, cancel me. Go ahead. Fucking, you know somebody to eat they fucking meat rare? Man, I saw that. Did you see that video? That's what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Willie, what in the fuck? Rare? Dude ate a whole steak raw. But that's what rare is. Yeah. But that just goes to show you how barbaric motherfuckers is when it come to, like, like they want to be fucking animals, Willie. They want to be uh, as close to, uh, listen, man, let me tell you something. This is fucked up to say, but some people want to be, oh, shit. So, to <laughs> so to be human, to be a human, to to, to claim to be a hum, human being. Where where was the first human being found? Africa. Okay. Easy. So, if the first human being was found in Africa, then that means that. Okay. All right. So to disconnect from being human. You want to be an animal because you don't want to be from Africa. So you do barbaric shit. And I know people like this. Personally. Well, speaking of Africa, the Egyptians are trying to cancel Kevin Hart. What the fuck? Did you hear that? Right? Like <laughs> they mad at Kevin Hart because oh. Kevin Hart said that uh Ancient Egyptians were African. 
<laughs> They're mad. So they got these these. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Before I leave. Say it again. Yeah. Say it, say they, it again. They're mad. Because and Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart <laughs> said that ancient Egyptians were African. What the fuck? Wait, wait. I, wait. I was getting ready to leave, but <clears throat> we can talk about this because a lot of people don't understand that Egypt is in Africa. On the continent. <laughs> in the continent. <laughs> of Africa. Right. <laughs> which makes you African. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I guess you could say Egyptian, <laughs> Nigerian, Ethiopian, but Same all that man. shit is on Africa, so that makes you African. So, Willie, you got to break it down to me. And what excludes Egypt? Egypt? What excludes an Egyptian from being African. Well, let's break it down. Break it you, down. You, you have. Didn't you talk about this on your yeah, show? Yeah, can you find it? So, so you have. Can you find it? Because I don't want to go through this shit. Can you just find it? You can find your what you said, and then you ain't got to say it no more. Let's see. Because everybody need to know this. In the meantime, um, I, I was reading comments on our uh, we was talking about infrastructure and shit. Mm-hmm. And the dude was like, man, you got to give them, you just tell them to give them more time. You got to give them more time in jail. Like, that's stupid. That's not a solution to the fucking problem. You have to put money out there. You have to put jobs out there. We're not looking for a hand out, motherfucker. We're looking for a hand up, dumbass. So I really wanted to address this fucking Mark that wants to build more penitentiaries. Who? Somebody on, on our Twitter that was commenting about um, infrastructure when I said, hey, man, we don't need to. Uh, uh, we we need to put infrastructure in these neighborhoods. We need to put, you know, build stores and shit and hire people from within the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And the motherfucker had a problem with what I was saying, so I want to tell him to unfollow and fuck him for for that for, for that shit that he said right there. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what it and the people in them neighborhoods don't have the skills set to do that. What the fuck is you talking about? Well, they got an excuse for everything. They goddamn so do. But my grandfather, to set that record fucking straight, ass wipe, my grandfather was a master plumber. And guess what my grandfather grew up? Right there in that neighborhood where I grew up. Fuck face. So you can't tell me. What? Okay, here we go. Oh, that's you? Any say. Yeah. All right. Bloodline, I come from. That's what it is. None of us can control our bloodline. Like, None of us can control what we come from. We control what we reproduce, but we can't come. None of us had any say on where we came from. So it's like, I ain't got no problem waving the flag for mine. But you know how I go, fam. America has done a good job. They've done a very yes. good job. They did a hit job on black people's image around the world. According to history, you have the pre-dynastic Egyptians, which were Negroi, the early dynastic Egyptians, which were Negroi, the Middle Kingdom Egyptians, which were Negroi and mixed. 
What is? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Late dynastic Egyptians, which are mixed. Oh, going back and leading to some percentage of blackness, African. Willie, so how did so, all this stuff happen? Yeah. Willie, I want to I want to put something on your mind. Yeah, and I want to put something on the mind of the people that's um, that's watching and listening to this podcast. But have you ever heard of the one drop rule? Yeah. I need everybody to, to Google the one drop rule so they'll know what the one drop rule means. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you going to kill it. Ah, no. Yeah, man. The one drop rule, baby. <laughs> but what, what does, uh, what does mixed mean? Will I need to know what mixed means. You say they're mixed. What is the a mixture of what? A mixture of anything other than what's pure. So you got pure the only thing that is pure is black, period. Everything else is mixed. I know that hurts some of y'all motherfuckers. I know you hurt. I know it hurts you. Boy, I wish I could see your face right now. I wish I could see your face. Well, well, but everybody, let, let, let's get this straight. So you say, how How does that happen? Whatever. You know, this all happened by way of the, 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 the equator system, the equator, and then you had colonization. So it's a mixture of it, right? Uh, you had uh, Spaniards, the French, uh, British, Persians, Arabs, all these people mixing with Africans. And so this is how you get all these different colors, right? So um, here go the thing with me, though. I don't give a damn if you claim black or not. I really don't give a damn. Like, it's funny to me when you don't claim what you are, because that just means that you're self-loathing. That means that you hate yourself. And the shit is funny to me. I don't care what happened to you. You Like, like if you don't like me, I don't like you. So that's just the way I operate. So I'm not I don't care about trying to drag somebody anybody hair and say you know and beat them and say you know you're black you're like, no I already know what you are so you can lie to yourself you can lie to the people you can lie to me but I ain't gonna believe you cause I know what you are and they all know the truth you know what's the lady's name man that's that's, that's always talking about um, African American studies she's always talking about black people uh, white lady Jane Elliott Jane Elliott man damn I love Jane Elliott for 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 um for what she does and what she says, and she said some shit that was that was like oh shit, you know I had an old shit moment, and she was in a she was in like a a forum speaking and she said raise your hand if anybody in here would like to be black or something to that extent. Well, she said yeah she said raise your hand if you if you like to be treated. Like our society treat members of the black. Is that community. what she said? Okay, well, something then, to that effect. I, I, yeah. yeah, I knew and we were paraphrasing, but still. Hand, but at the same time, they love to say how it's not racism, and it you're always making be, something really? out of. You're always pulling a race card and bringing no, race into the equation. Because it's but a, not one of those people that was in that room, not one out of the hundreds, raised their hand and said, "I'd like to be treated like." Our society treat black people. Not one of them raised their hand. I want to know why our society treats black people so bad. I'm talking about now. 
Like, why do you treat black people so bad now? You got to keep it going. You got to keep it going. Huh? You got to keep it going. Because just it, just it just might happen one of these days that your grandkid, grandkids, grandkids, grandkids might just love well, well, let's, but, some somebody outside of themselves. Let's keep let, let let's identify the setup first. Let's go ahead. The setup is tarnish black people's history. I mean, tarnish black people's history, omit history, uh, tarnish their image, tarnish their image, so that if people feel like black people are undeserving of respect, then it makes it easier for you to violate. They come over into our country, into, into, I'm sorry, they come over into America from these different countries and they treat black people the same way. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's because, that's because of uh, the United States government and the media. See, the media, mainstream media and the United States government has always been in cahoots to, uh, to, to uh, undermine the black plight from day one. They've always been in cahoots. Like I say, well, if you can make black people look like the bad guy, if you can make black people look like savages, if you can make black people look like your lowest frequency, then people can say, well, anything that you do to them, then they deserve it. So they well, do they, it, so they, they do that so that they can justify the mistreatment of black people. They come here, Willie, and they open their stores and they, they, they you know, it's like they don't... They don't respect us. I know they don't. Yeah, but they want to take our money. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of uh, mainstream media, you're going to kill me. But I had to get a different perspective on um, what was going on at the border. So I turned it over to Fox News. Bleep that. <laughs> keep it in. I turned the answer. She said, "I keep it." <laughs> I turned it over to Fox News, Willie, and that was just. Oh God, man! I don't know what this ladies. This, they got they got a black man. There are no ladies on Fox News. Bullshit! That's unless, a black unless they have a guest. It's a black lady on Fox News, bro. On life, it's a black lady, bro. And and what and and what is her? What's her stand? She's like a she was like an anchor from what I because she actually had a show on Fox, right? And that's why I say there is no ladies. Perhaps she, she's a woman. She ain't no lady. Agreed. But she was talking about how 
she said all of the um the uh the migrants are coming over the border and they're in El Paso now and people are wondering where is Joe Biden? And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, <laughs> what the fuck is Joe Biden gonna be? What he gonna come out there and fuck with them people? Like it's it's just preposterous, man. The shit that they come out of their fucking mouth, bro. Like it I, I hey. I don't know what he could have done. He could he could fly out there and go look at the shit. And and remember, do you remember uh National Lampoon's vacation when Chevy Chase had to take his family to the Grand Canyon? And when he stood up there and he got to the Grand Canyon, he looked and he looked around, he shook his did like this and they left. Is that what they want him so to do? Yeah. <laughs> and a motherfucking thing he can do about it. <laughs> yeah. That the uh that plan that Trump put in place, um that statute or that law or whatever he put in place, you know what it is? Remember what it is where, where they can stay, where they can't stay here no more? Catch and release is what it's called. It's kind of like fishing. Catch and release. Um, that's ex- expiring. And they went to the uh, to the Supreme Court to get it, um, put it put back in or whatever. And I don't know how that's turning out. How you feel about it? They faking all them. It's all cap. If they didn't want, if they didn't want immigrants coming to this country illegally, not one immigrant would come over here illegally. Because what they would do is protect that border like they protect the airspace. They would just gun them down. If they really were serious about protecting the border, because what's the difference between the border and the airspace? Exactly. Wow. They That's know heavy, who's coming. Really? They, they see what's happening. They know That's who's coming. Heavy. They know who's coming. They know who's coming. They see and it that's all. That's the space. That's just like yeah. airspace. Yeah. And, wow. And it's and it's harder to uh, to protect airspace in those oceans than it is to uh, just sit there and watch that border or watch people try to come from under some some tunnel that was that was dug, you know, for a few miles or whatever. They know. They know. They in on it. A lot of the border agents are in on the hustle. They're getting paid, brother. It's a hustle. And so, you know, like every now and then they let a few of them through so they can get you know who. <laughs> who said that? You know what I'm talking about? That's what he said. Yeah. 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 Wow, Willie. That's cold-blooded, man. And look, she's talking all that smack right now. But the moment... She needs to get her house built. She ain't going to ask no questions when you see all them Mexicans out there building that house. She ain't going to ask one question. That's if she true. asks a question, she comes in, anybody want some water? That's going to be the only question. <laughs> Y'all want some water? Yeah. You're so right. Come on, man. They faking. It's all cap. And then... um, uh, You got to have somebody to blame, man. Yeah, anybody but yourself. Oh, you really? gotta have somebody to blame. Her name is Kimberly. No, her name is Harris Kimberly Faulkner. Kimberly Harris Faulkner. No, that says Harris. Kimberly well, first Faulkner. name cannot be first name. Cannot be Harris. Well, come on, dog. God damn. So you saying the woman's first name Bruh, is Harris? I, I mean, God damn, Willie. Who the hell would name a woman Harris? The first name would be Harris. Shit, she might not be. Yeah. 
Horrible name. Well, horrible you person. That. You can't say that. You horrible say, name. No, you can't say that she's a horrible uh, name or a horrible person. Well, I can't. Because she, she she might be a great person. It's just a situation that she in, man. That's propaganda, bruh. I said she was horrible. Willie, you can't say that. That's subjective. Subjective. I said she horrible. Willie, I'm, I'm sticking to it. Now prove me wrong. I'm a... Uh, I wouldn't be the first person to say she's horrible. I'm not trying to make her out to be horrible, bro. But, um... So she gonna get on. So 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 basically, what she do? Her job is to get on, get on TV, and spew hate and separation for the time that she's on there, and she get a check for doing that. That's but a hard. That's person. what they ain't that what still but, it still don't make it right. Because if you gonna come, if you if we if if all it's about is just getting the bag and getting some money, then that explains why we're in the situation collectively that we're in. Uh. I agree. But um what's this guy's name, Willie? What's his name? Ooh, that's a horrible dude. I know he's a fucking uh, clown. What's that sellout name? Uh I mean I I wanna man, Willie, he's Is a, it is is that that's not is that Larry let me see. Is that Larry Elders? Larry Elders is a piece of shit too, man. I don't think okay, that's, no, him that's the other one. That's the other one. He's a fucking clown too. Larry, man, Larry, you you man. I think Larry might be a few years older than him, right? Yeah, that motherfucker that no he wrong. Ooh. That motherfucker no he wrong. Ooh. And you know what? Ice Cube wrote a song back in the gap, man, called Be True to the Game. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Shout out to Ice Cube. Shout out to Ice Cube. He said, uh, uh, heart attack, you might have a heart attack when you find out the black folks, folks don't, don't want, want you back. back. It's gonna come a time where you run into that 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 um that big that, wet whale. You're gonna run into that whale, man. You know, I'm sorry, not the whale, the whale. You're gonna run into that whale, man. He's gonna <laughs> open his motherfucking mouth, man, and you're gonna be trying to get out of his mouth, man, and you're gonna be looking back, hoping that <laughs> That that them black folk extend that arm, man. You know what we gonna do? Put my hands, put put your hands behind your back. Well, who have we done that to lately? I'm talking about, and it's been sustained. Cause we good for like having outrage and then letting it cool off, and they come back, and then we nah, R. Kelly gone. Do a little little feel back. R. Kelly is gone. You think R. Kelly gone? I don't think, man, I'm, I may be the only person in the world that listen to R. Kelly music. Shit, I listen to R. Kelly music on the way here. That's a bad motherfucker, man. Yeah. I show, I show hope that they ain't none of that shit true, man. But I'm some, man. But R. Kelly can't, I mean, it's bad. I, I, Kanye's bad. Um, I can't see R. Kelly being an old man in that, like getting out as an old man. I cannot see that happening. We just don't live in that type of society. We don't live in the type of society, you know, and, and you know. So you saying R. Kelly not going to get all that 30? It's it's double standards, bro. We got to be honest about it, bro. I, when's the last time have you, did, have you known an actual celebrity, a celebrity to you go, forget to go one in? Part of, you got to put the, the what, I what, got put, the put that, there you go. Now go. Yeah. Okay. Now go. 
But still, now go Willie. It hadn't, it hadn't even happened for a black Boy, it should have happened to fucking Bill person? Cosby. I said, go there and come out old. I ain't say go in old and come Bill out. Bill went in old and came out old. <laughs> I'm talking about going in there and, and and doing a good 30 years. We ain't got nobody. We have no evidence of that. We don't have no record of that. This would be, that's the first time for everything, but. You look at that one, you know? it's a verse. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at, and like ain't nobody did shit to Woody Allen. That's because yeah. Woody Allen is family. Oh, you sure right. And ain't nothing, and, and what is up uh, with the boy name is? Now, Harvey Weinstein gonna die in prison. Are you sure? But he's already old. He's already, what, 70-something, right? Yeah, if they give him a... a, a <sighs> Here's my fight, Willie, and I want you to I want you to understand me, man, and just know that I'm not trying to be shitty about it. But man, a police officer can walk in somebody's apartment. Hello? I hear you. A police officer can walk behind somebody's house. Hello? A police officer can pull up to a park. They can all pull their weapons. They can gun down innocent people. And I think the, the the highest sentence was 10 for a life for this one officer. I think Tatiana the uh, yeah. killer got 11. 11 years. Who's that? Tatiana Jefferson. Okay. He did get some? He got 11 years. Okay. That's, but he, that's but, not but enough. But that's not it's enough. N- it's not nearly enough. It's not enough. What he did. It's because he should have been made an example of. He really, really, really should have. And then... um. Uh, uh, what's my little uh, uh, the little homie in, in, in Ohio, man? God, Tar- what's his name? Tariq. Uh, oh man, Tamir, Tamir Rice. Come here, right? Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice. He he. The car was still rolling, Willie. The car was still rolling. He got out the car shooting. Yeah, that's what he, he went the there to do. Shooting. That's what he went there to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, put your hands up, drop your weapon. Uh, yeah. None of that. The kid was 12. He got nothing. But we live in a gynocentric society. What the know? fuck does that mean? A gynocentric? It means that women are not held as accountable. And women are, women are put on a pedestal. This is, this is what we do. Gynocentric is putting women on a pedestal and being like women are like Basically, I, I mean, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some some line on that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some leeway on that because I do feel like the women are the mothers of civilization. They are okay. I I, I totally fucking agree wholeheartedly. Women are yeah. the mothers of civilization, but men are the fathers of civilization. So why okay. why why can't we? Why can't this be a joint venture? Yeah. Why do you have to be over? You feel me? Yeah, I think the um, one of the biggest issues is is you know the disparity in pay and sentencing, sentencing and, and, and pay, criminal criminal cr- the criminal side of things when women commit crimes versus when men commit crimes. Uh, you know, pay pay that's something. That's a many 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 women. Way a lot of women who are making more money than men, but overall men still still, still makes a lot more money than women. But when, but I'm talking about. Wait wait, wait go back. But I'm talking. Say, wait, say it again. Say it again, Willie. Overall, yeah, men still make more money than women. But women make a whole lot more money than men. You just said. No, I said there are a lot of women who are making more money than men. Okay. More than that has ever been. Okay. But overall, men still okay lead the way. All right. But 
when it comes to crimes and stuff like that, stuff, and we're talking about stuff that like deeply affects people's lives. I mean, women kill people too. Like they kill men yeah. all the time. They kill each other, yeah. you know? Um, and they're not sentenced. I, I, in fact, I think that was some survey that ran a poll that men get sentenced five times more than women for the exact same crime. Damn. What about black men? That's though? that's a huge disparity. And black men. I don't, I don't know what those numbers are, but you can bet they ain't favorable to black men. Most definitely not. You know, so. No, sir. We live in a, I mean, look, man, we, we live in a double standard society and some things favor men, some things favor women. Yeah, and but. but I don't think that's going to change. Not in our lifetime. I don't I don't think that's going to, that's, I don't think that's going to change in our lifetime. Now, here go the trip part. For some women who know that to be true, they may cross that line thinking that they can get a, they're going to get a pass. And then they end up being one of those who end up in prison for a gang of years, you know, because there are women who committed the same crimes and they thought, some of them, I'm sure, have probably thought, have probably thought, well, I'm a woman. If they catch me, you know, it ain't going to be that hard. If I get hit, if I get hemmed up, it ain't going to be as severe, right? They got, it, they ended up on some of that old Lord. Uh-huh. Please, Jesus. Yeah. And, and, the, and here come the cries. Here come the river. I was watching that uh, documentary, uh, uh, I Am a Killer. And I was looking at how many... Looking at the documentary made me realize how many black men were uh, falsely incarcerated. You know what I mean? Like nothing proved nothing, proved nothing, proved nothing. You know what I mean? But still, he got a life fucking sentence for nothing. And his lady is on there talking about, well, he doesn't seem like he's remorseful for anything. Bitch, he ain't do shit. You you didn't prove he did it. And then you have... Those who will quickly say, well, you got 13% of the population committing 50% of the crime, 80% of the crimes, and da-da-da-da-da. Conveniently overlooking that, as you said, or as you alluded to, that you have black men who are framed, who are innocent, who are being accused of crimes that they didn't commit. And we're talking about over the years, we're talking in the millions. Mo- millions and millions and millions. Yeah. Keep in mind, after black people were, were freed in this country. Never they, freed, just. Well, you know, on paper, they they started rounding them up. They created the police departments to round them up. Yeah, and, slave and start, patrol is what it's called. Yeah, the slave They created that so they can round them up and, and put them into prison so to, to make, to force them into free labor all over pull, again. Pull up the uh, badge. Pull, pull up a slave patrol badge because I want the world to see um, <clears throat> that everybody that's so fucking pro um, police, they need to say that they're pro um, slave patrol. Well, they ain't pro police until uh, until they need the police to do something, you know? Right, um, because they want their, you know, yeah. Or they're benefiting in some kind of way or the police is disrespecting and violating somebody's rights. But the moment they got a problem with the police, it's, yeah, it's a let's storm the Capitol. That's what, yeah, exactly. And beat their asses. And like I say, man, um, 
we need to keep we we need to keep our law enforcement friends. Um, so here's the bad close. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Look at that runaway slave patrol. Yeah, that's the badge. Let's keep our law enforcement family uh, intact and 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 train them. Uh, the the people that don't know um, a lot about our community. Let, let, let's 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 kind of get them trained and up to speed on our community. You know, I I noticed this about Houston Police Department though. They are hiring a lot of young black um, people, black kids, women and women and men. And I noticed that um, like it's, it's starting to look more and more like the city is looking. Do you remember that? You remember when every every 60 police officers, there was just one black, two blacks, three blacks back then. Was it that bad? It was fucking bad, Willie. I, I thought it was closer to maybe like 15 to 1 or something. Okay, well, I'll take the 15 to 1 just because you said it, and I know you've probably done your research mm-hmm. here lately. But, okay, let's just say 15 to 1. And that one, that one person being around those 15 turned into one of those 15. Yeah. You know, you had a fucking fly in a sugar bowl, bro. And I think the more that the more black officers we get, the more we'll be able to eliminate that because right now, yeah. So, so what has to happen is that we have to take away the incentive for them to coon. The incentive for them to coon. Yeah. Right now the incentive the incentive for them to coon right now is to get the bag, to assimilate, to be accepted, right? Well, if m- the more black officers are on the force and that means that the more you're going to have in high ranking positions and stuff, right? Sure. And that, that'll have the power and juice to be able to terminate or uh, influence a hiring, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, and you have, that means that, well, well, I guess I don't have to kiss ass. You know, we don't, we're not kissing ass. You're going to, so you're going to have other officers who are going to come in here with the right attitude and see like, I'm just coming here to, to be a good public servant. Not, you know, I'm not coming here to give black people a, a, a special break or anything. I just want to come up here in here and uphold the law, do what's what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. So there's more officers who will be doing that. I'm and cool then that. That, and then it's also there's going to be more officers who going to stand on and say no I'm here to make sure y'all motherfuckers don't mess over black folks. So we're going to have cool so we're going to have more of that. And then that means that you're going to have more of those types who are also in the higher rankings. So now the coon does not get rewarded for cooning. The coon gets punished. Gets punished. <laughs> the coon gets ostracized. Oh, he gets ostracized. So that's what I think that's a good thing for for us to have more black officers and for those who say, well, ain't nothing going to change. And I, there's always one that'd be like, well, you know, the black officers can be worse than what? Yeah, what's understood ain't got to be said. We, no we, we we know that. But, you you know, you got to be in it to win it, though. And you can't change nothing from the outside, bro. I recently got pulled over um, by um, a blight cop. A what? Blight. A blight. Yeah, blight cop. Black cop acting white. That that guy. Okay. And I was like, man, um, I got out of my car and I closed the door. 
And I stood out there so he could You shot see. that motherfucker. You shot him? I didn't shoot him. Oh, okay. But I got out of my car so he could see me. Right. He said, get back in your car. Get back in your vehicle. I said, no, I can't do that. Get back in your vehicle. I said, no, I can't do that. I said, I got a firearm in the vehicle. I'm not going back in the car. All right? So he came up to me. And, um, I took my, I went, When he pulled me over, I took, my, I took my wallet out of my pocket, right? And I put my hands up. So when he walked up, I gave him my wallet, and I turned around. Next time I tell you to uh, get back in your car, you get back in your car. I looked at him, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I got a firearm in there. I'm not going to give you no reason to, 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 to shoot me at, or kill me at all, you know. So he looked at my credentials and shit and uh, still wrote me a ticket, Willie. Piece of fucking shit-ass fucker. Mm. I wasn't even doing nothing. He allegedly, and I didn't want to fight him. Well, that's for all of, all of the white people and others who may be afraid that if the black guy come in, he going to give us a break. That motherfucker didn't give me shit. There you go. You ain't got to be worried. He going to still do us dirty and did treat us worse dirty. than he might treat you. I'm at the stop sign here. He across the street at the other stop on the other side, and he going to clock me doing 20, 25. That's a fucking lie. I thought the motherfucker pulled me over because I yielded at a stop sign. But he said he pulled me over because I was doing 25 and a 20. Mm. Exactly. Was that Herschel Walker? Could have been. Because I know Herschel Walker give you a ticket. Oh, he'll do some shit like that in a heartbeat. Herschel Walker be like, I, 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 Scarface, I know I got to give you this ticket. They said I didn't have to, but I got to give you this ticket because... You need to get in. I need to get you the ticket. Now you, so you can get in. You need the ticket yeah. so you can get in. I need to give you the ticket because uh, uh, you need to uphold the law. We live in the greatest country in the country. We live in the greatest country <laughs> in the in country. The country. <laughs> hey, man, I, didn't, I didn't know that Brad had a brother. Uh, Brad Pitt had a brother <laughs> named Stu. <laughs> Stu Pitt. Yeah. Man, Herschel is stupid. Anyway, man, it's a lot of shit going on, Willie. And the day is just is not no different, man. Um uh the, the the Department of Justice is getting ready to see what they they sent Trump shit off to the Department of Justice on the uh the insurrection on uh uh January sixth. So we're gonna see. We're also about to see his tax records. Yeah, we're finna see. I heard that he paid one million dollars in taxes in twenty, and ain't paid none since. In twenty, in two in two thousand twenty. Yeah. Shit, that million hurt. And I think I heard something that like that he had hadn't paid taxes for years and years and years before that. Poor Donald. Man, so, so do you think he'll go to jail? Because before this, these latest developments, I said, no way possible are they going to lock him up because America don't want to lock up an American president because what that would do is it would question American leadership for the rest of the world. 
You know, America has to maintain this image that we are in control. We got it all figured out and we know what's best, not only for us, but but for for you. So they have to have this. Wait, wait, Willie. If, let's just say that they lock, they lock him up. Like it's some shit that's being said on the news, Willie, that I don't think they should be saying on the news, bro. Like it's shit that's going on in the news Shit that's being said, that shouldn't be said, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, um, in 15 minutes, the U.S. is getting ready to go and uh, they're going to walk into Ukraine and they're going to spend $45 billion. Up. Why in the fuck do they need to know this? Yeah. Like, it's, like I think it's some shit that should be left quiet but and unsaid. But here's the deal. There's a method to their madness. And trust you me. Nothing is by happenstance. It's by design. You they know try what I'm to put that put that fear out there. I'm telling you, bro. They know what they're doing. That shit fucked up, though. If they don't want you to know, you're not gonna know. Because if somebody in it, because if somebody tries to tell you something, you're not supposed to know. That person is going to have an accident in their bathtub. <laughs> Plain and simple. I got last last thing before we get out of here, Willie man. Man, I want to know. Can you check this? Check check this for me. How much money has this country given to Ukraine um, uh, to fight this war? Okay. Okay. Sixty-eight billion, Willie. Six. Are you listening? Sixty-eight billion dollars has been spent. On there you go. The 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 USA to Ukraine. That's about right. For I'm I'm talking about from 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 you know for now. But the Congress is, is um it's going to be way over there when it's yeah. But the White House just asked Congress for another thirty seven point seven billion dollars. Okay. And it's going to be more than that when it's all said and I'm, done. I'm sure. But here, here, this is the reason why I'm saying this, Willie. That's $100 billion sent for a fucking war. That ain't our war. That has nothing to do with the United States. Well, it actually does. Have it does to not. Do yes, it does. Okay, well, that's fine. You know, it has you something know to do with the United it? States, but don't have a motherfucking thing to do with us. Nah. Now, instead of putting that $100 billion in some fucking... Uh, 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 warheads and shit. Man, break that bread, man. Break that fucking bread. You hear that, Joe Biden? Break the bread, Cut man. Cut the check. They talking about, well, everybody, everybody who's who's responsible for slavery is dead. McConnell Turtle, man. They talking about getting, they talking about giving these immigrants coming over here, uh, these, these Ukrainian immigrants. Uh, that's fucking sick. $200,000. That's fucking piece. sick. That's absolutely fucking sick. That's insane. And we can't get a fucking grunion. And like, and I tell that motherfucker again, we ain't looking for a hand out, motherfucker. We need a hand up. All this free fucking labor being that 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 was put in. Man, what's up with Kamala Harris? I ain't heard from her. Have you have you known that she's been inconspic- just conspicuously quiet? Have you noticed that?
All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I guess the show is over. Uh, Scarface has left the building. <sighs> uh, y'all have a good day and enjoy the rest of your holidays. No more talk. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.